Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wake Up Options. Coming a little sooner than usual, decided to go back to a weekly schedule instead of a bi-weekly schedule, but we're still in quarantine environment. But I am joined here by two very special guests, two alums of the university, Zach and Evan. Why don't you say hi? Hello. Hello, hello. See, both of them proud graduates of the university and both (laughs) helpers to the cause (laughs) of setting up Fighters Guild in the first place. So if you ever have any grievances with the org, you can trace it back to this. (laughs) <laughs> For the record, you should, you should direct those grievances to Evan because technically I'm a founder, but I never actually had a position despite being the most important person for most for, that is for true. all of my time. <laughs> As I say with every podcast, the opinions and uh, you know thoughts here are not indicative of the entire organization and of Miami University as a whole. That is a disclaimer I must say. But there, that's there are less opinions on this. This is more story time than anything else. <laughs> but yeah, the story guy time is it's an accurate word for it, right? Unlike some of the other mm-hmm. podcasts that we've had, you guys are kind of do no not too many people from the organ as it stands now and this saddens me a lot like not many of them would know who you are except through our like the older guard references so why don't you just explain what you did when you were at the org especially me because i was literally only fighters guild was just getting started when i was there so when i said that uh for, for the record i am zach i am not evan like introduced as zach and evan we reversed i did i introduced you as a collective but, um yeah. whoops uh, I'm Zach. I am an uh, alum of Miami, as you know now. Uh, I graduated in 2017, May. I don't, I don't know why I said that's in May 2017. In May. But, um, yeah, that. But um, I've been playing fighting games for the longest time, but uh, I just, I've grown out of them. And this uh, was, it was Matt's idea, but it, when I say I was the most important person, that is actually very true. Um, I didn't, when the officers were being elected for, the Real modest, next right? semester. <laughs> well, I, well, you have to call somebody and say, Zach, wake up. We can't do anything without you. You know you're the most important person. It's true. Um, in Fighters Guild's first semester, which is the second semester of 2017, they did not have any systems or equipment at that point. So they had to borrow all of it from MEGA, Miami Electronic Gaming Association. Mm-hmm. So MEGA had to send an officer to open the door and help them get set up. Yeah, And by send, I mean I volunteered to be there because I loved the idea of Fighters Guild, and I tried to be there every week. And I think he, I was there every he week. He pretty much was, except it, I think the only time yeah. that he had struggles is when Breath of the Wild came out. <laughs> that was because I literally just... I, I, Zelda's my one franchise ahead of all others. Like, like that question, if you take one franchise with you to heaven and leave all the rest behind, I take Zelda, I leave everything else. That's something <laughs> like that. But um, that, hey, that's that's, that's me in a nutshell, and there'll definitely be more as we keep going with this episode. So I right, pass right, right. the mic, whatever you know what I mean, off to Evan. Okay. Hey, I'm Evan. I was the first TO for um, Miami University Fighters Guild, and that's um, for Tournament Overlord, not Tournament Organizer. Because fun part about yeah. being part of founding an org is that we can make the names fun. <laughs> So I was like, yes, I'm going to make uh, my position's name the Evil Genius one. I still don't understand why people didn't want uh, Emperor God Pharaoh as a position. You mean for your position? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> ultimate <laughs> robot overlord incarnate. Ultimate That's the name for the president. Ultimate. <laughs> can't give you too much power now. This is true, and I don't you, have any power you anymore. Also, you could have referred to me by my unofficial title, Chief Executive Door Opener. That is true. That is that is the official position. That's basically what it was. <laughs> but yeah, you you guys both were very integral parts of the founding, like the founding ten, I'll call them. And the founding officer team pretty much sounds consistent. incredibly official there. Yep, yep, the yep, Council yep. of Ten. Right. <laughs> the, founding office, the founding oh, officer team. The founding officer team. What it reminds me of. Yeah, yep. The founder well, officer the team. Can I just go ahead and uh, point out that I have this meme? Yes, please. Oh, where please. the number twelve is the best number. <laughs> so if you hear me say twelve a lot, there it's, you go. It's like a nervous tick, guys. But it's well, now, like... now I'm thinking of. Literally anything that anyone says at any time will remind me of something that I have seen or watched or whatever. Mm -hmm. So just, you gotta just ignore me unless I, right. like, actually try to steal the mic from you for a second. Oh yeah, for, <laughs> I understand. So how are you guys, yeah. how are you guys coping with the whole, uh, Rona? Come back to me, because mine's a long story. <laughs> well, well, first, I, first I and fortunately, um, got a job where they were like, we're gonna switch they figured out that we could switch to work from home and so in the period of, so one day they were like eh, we're gonna send the main people back home uh, we want to send everyone um, out but then like the friday um um like for the weekend they were like no uh with the test run it's like we can send everyone home so we're gonna do that before we get shut down so i've kind of been busy doing work there's been a lot of overtime and stuff because we've got mm -hmm jobs in the west for things i do like neat right right cable network design stuff other than that i've just basically been talking to discord that makes makes sense now zach i'm gonna give the i'm gonna give the future viewers some context on you uh you're in a 13 hour time gap because you live in south korea yeah that's the thing <laughs> so I was, I was about to say i could give my own context thank you for i'm just kidding no um so about the, um, I, I graduated a couple years ago. I um, was, I don't want to say in and out of work because that makes it sound like I wasn't trying very hard. But yeah, I had people were good looking jobs, for you. That I, yeah, but um, I just decided that I wanted something different. And uh, basically, you, you know the phrase, kill two birds with one stone, where I, I got like eight with moving out of, I, I moved to uh, Gunsan, South Korea. It's on the southwestern part of the country. And I'm a kindergarten teacher teaching uh, English as a second language. Now, the thing about that is, back to your question, how am I dealing with quarantine, uh, is that I'm not, because I, there is no quarantine here. The country has basically never really closed. The, the only thing that I, like, like social events are still closing a lot. Uh, I had actually, I had gotten tickets in March to go to Seoul to see the city as well as um, the Overwatch League went uh, global and I'm a big fan of right. that game still playing it but mm -hmm. um, the, there were also some American teams I think the San Francisco and LA teams were coming in but it got cancelled I got a refund and it doesn't matter really it was, it, but um, apart, like, apart from social events nothing is really closed and it feels just weird see, talking every, like I, I, I wear a mask yeah. to teach and but but nothing's really changed at all. Yep, so. South Korea's response has definitely been a lot better than the U.S.'s in a lot of ways. I would feel. So like in, in between all of the misinformation out there, information misinformation. I'm not going to comment on what whether 
like any particular situation is bad or if you should like not believe any but like short version is that anytime i see a list ranking oh this country did really well they responded really well south korea is always at the top of the list that or is true. near the top that they responded really well they locked down i i do know that their their legislature got actually that the moment there was a like um, so, so my school actually was closed for about a week after there was a outbreak at a I, I'm not I'm not making this up a church cult oh. where a lady refused to get tested. I, I'm not making this up. I, I mean the I mean churches can ver- be considered cults in their own short version, in their own way. Their legislature short version the Korean legislature had new action in the works in one day. They, they didn't they did not hesitate. They got nice. They get stuff done fast. Nice. That's always and that's idea. actually another thing. It's, as a side note, speaking of things that go fast, you know those elevator buttons that like close the elevator doors? Oh, please. That don't work? They, they don't work in America. They, they don't. No. They actually do here. Like, they don't close the door fast. They do instantly here. And it's it's really nice. That's it. That is nice. I guess the comforts of all, living in There are all kinds of other things you could ask me about, but like, that's all for the moment. That's. Hey, understand. Elevator buttons is actually really high on the list of <laughs> is this a good thing or bad thing? I'll remember. I'll remember. I'll, I'll remember that if I ever visit. Very clearly. Mm-hmm. I okay. Yes, okay. But yes, let, let's. I want to talk about since the, this is essentially without uh, some of the other founding people because I would think the official official founding fathers like podcast would have to include dan and nathan and oh definitely yeah that would that'd be the full one but they've you been want on, to get everybody yeah. together yeah they've been on podcasts before so i'm not gonna really get too much into that but i wanted to specifically today to bring in two people who have since left us tragically through you know the natural courses of life and it, ask you guys a what brought you into like the organization besides uh, me just coming up to you and asking about it, and what made you stick around? I think was like the big in, beyond just the the simple answer being like, oh yeah, it's my friends, it's cool, fighting games. Even though I know that's pretty much going to be Evan's answer, but I want to hear it anyway. I mean, it it technically is. I'm pretty sure I was around when like you and Dan were like originally talking about it, and I was like, yes. I would very much like to do this. Right. And um, I was looking at, like, for a club position at that point anyways. So I would um, – and there was not enough fighting games getting played on the campus at the current time. So I would, so basically my mindset was, okay, time to go into this. Um, this is something I would very enjoy. I'm going to try to make myself, like, a big part of this club so I can do it. Oh, yeah. To give to give some context, we're gonna start with the very beginning. So there's this group called Mega. <laughs> Hello, Miami Electronic a- Gaming uh, Association was an or is an org that's now ten plus years strong on Miami University Oxford's campus. Yeah, it's the ten year anniversary last year was pretty nice. Even though we what's the marketing chair spot called now? That name changes every other year. Marketing director, actually. Oh, no, no, that's. That's not as cool as what it was when I was that position. Nope. Well, I, I <laughs> actually... Advertising and Special Activities Director. Right. So fancy. ASAD was what it was called at the time. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, re- really that's actually cool relevant. That's actually relevant. The abbreviated, late, the back, abbreviated name, though. Back in 2017, when I was... That, uh, that, that, that name is where I come into the story, but right, keep going. Right, 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 right. 
Back in 2017, there were only two major gaming organizations for video games, I believe. Because everything else, there was a board game associated one. And there were several other ones that had their own niche. Several other student-run organizations. And Mega was are. the casual one. I don't mean to steal your thunder here. No, but no, Mega no, was the casual it. one, and uh, then I believe I don't know which. I, I, I'm thinking that you're going to say that esports was the next biggest one because that's yeah, esports was the more. next biggest one because they're okay. also ten plus years. I was right. Good to know. Smash. But, um, and then there was yeah, yeah, Smash was, and there were there were other, but um, mm-hmm. in 2017, Smash was still technically in like its infancy. They were about at, they were about uh like two years old maybe. So they might argue with you on that. They though, might, so. yeah. They probably have been doing like Smash-related events and things for a long time. It just had never been official. But well, the only reason why I never went mm-hmm. to Smash more often because like you and I met going mm-hmm. to Smash and Mega. Absolutely, yeah. I, we I, met, I'll we say met Mega more since I was always at Mega. But like the only reason I never went to Smash more is just because I had too much stuff to do with school. That's right. Oh. I met Z- I met Zach. Zach was actually my fold into student organizations as a whole. I met Zach at Smash Club, which met on Wednesdays, and it was just a thing, because I liked playing the game. I went there. I didn't like playing the game against a lot of people, <laughs> except... Play Bowser. Yeah. No, What's yep. wrong with you? <laughs> I know. I'm just wacky. <laughs> but anyway, I like it, even Evan was there at the time, I'm sure, because Evan went yeah. to Smash Club a lot of the time. Yeah, Pop quiz. What, what, what character did I play the most against D- you? DDD. <laughs> No, not even close. No, DDD was who I dressed up as for oh, no, yeah, Halloween tournament, where, where, where you had to dress up as the character you were going to play, and you had to take it out of a hat. And I actually won the costume contest for that. That's right, like, I remember. Third place, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, and uh, I think Derek thought I dressed as Santa. So, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't ideal, but it is, that, that's a whole yeah. other story. That's a, that's a whole other spiel. Mm. But yeah, we met, we met at Smash Club. Uh, I remember saying that something along the lines of i wish i could play more than just smash and like play some other games i think i mentioned halo specifically because that was like a game that i had played with my brothers for a long time and, and that you said, was and then I you were like then you were like yeah then you were like man there's this other club on fridays <laughs> so i started mm-hmm. going to that and then i quit then i quickly had good times there and mega is still an organization i'm involved with today he came he saw he conquered Mm-hmm. And good times were had by all. Mm-hmm. And so then immediately when I'm like, because now I'm like talking to Zach every Friday, and immediately, literally every day. Yeah, and I was talking to him to the point where I just like was like subconsciously like helping Mega clean up their equipment after every meeting at uh, eleven o'clock at night on Friday, and I was mm-hmm. just I was just like, man, I'm just gonna take his position. Like that was the. It wasn't even the goal of being like responsible or like, man, I want to be an officer and look good. I was like, no, I want his specific. I mean, if I was sticking around, I wasn't gonna let you do that, but I wasn't, so it was like, you know what, go nuts. Exactly. And then, and then I got it, and it was all good. But the, beyond that, so there was this guy Dan that I would always see. He was kind of like playing Dan. You guys who are involved with the organization now know Dan, um, but at the time. Yeah. He was he kind of didn't really know what games to play, and he would kind of be playing on his on his lonesome, which he does sometimes. But I just was like, man, I'm, I want somebody to play Ki with, and I don't care if he knows the game or not. <laughs> and so we just. Who's been playing Ki anyway? Uh, Saber Wolf. Saber Wolf. Yeah, that's what I thought. It took me a minute. Yeah. So we just kept playing, and then I just kind of like subconsciously taught him how to play the game because I figured like. 
that would be a, that's a fair thing if I'm beating him up a lot of the time. <laughs> and then he then he leans over to me and he says that I should teach a lot more people than just that. And so I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> it was the spark that started it all. Because if I'm going to be honest, Mega is an extremely casual organization, and esports and Smash are the opposite end of that spectrum. Super competitive, mm-hmm. right? Although some people would argue that Smash could be either one, depending on how, like, I, I like to think that Smash should be, that this is just me from my experience there, Smash should be a mix of both. It, it should but like be. It, def- it, it definitely leaned one way or another based on who was coming more, right. and most of the time it was the competitive people, which I think is mm-hmm. good. Evan, you were involved with so. Smash a little bit, give your one sense on that. Um, yeah, I liked the, both the casual and the competitive part of it because I was at a lot of like events and just free plays mm-hmm. for that stuff. So I think it's good for both. Right? Yeah, they've they've gotten. A, I think recently they've gotten pretty good about that balance. I think there was a little time period where they really were struggling to find to find it, especially at the beginning of this semester that both of you guys haven't been been at. Obviously, you Zach, because you've been graduated for a while. But, uh, oh yeah, Evan, you too. Like recently, like with uh, the recent leadership changes, there it's been it's been an awkward uh, regrowing phase for them. But I think they're finding their own yeah, now. I, I always I always picture whenever a club founder leads, or really an organizational founder. Like I'm thinking specifically student orgs at the university, but like I, I always envision if an organization is founded and its founder leaves, what happens? Yeah, Does there, it there has to be such a clear vision. I mean, like, there's there's a space for me to put in a, a historical comparison here, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yep, there, it's it's very hard. Leadership transitional periods are very hard, and it's also hard to, as I'm sure we'll like kind of touch on. It's really hard to leave something that you like, even though it's like the natural course. Like, I mm-hmm. Zach Zach and I talk a lot, and we I know that if Zach had stayed for like another year or two, he would have really enjoyed his time more because Guild existed. And Evan's entire co- – and I'm not saying that – I am actually not saying this to be, like, bragging about the organization, even though it is a little bit. But without, like, some Fighters Guild stuff, I know for a fact that uh, Evan, Evan, being a fighting game aficionado, would have had a much less interesting time at college. Yeah. Uh, honestly, honestly, the good chunk of my time at Fighters Guild was probably some of the best memories that I had, like – in the whole so so short version my college experience was not that great in hindsight at least not for the first two years the first two years were a social train wreck where i just didn't have any friends and then at the end of sophomore year i started coming to mega made a lot of good friends and after that it was fantastic and oh, yeah. Fighters Guild was not only the chance to be a part of something, but to help build something, even if it was very limited, being there for literally like three months and then ducking out and leaving. Right. So, the great thing about Zach, but, um, as you guys can tell probably from him <laughs> talking, is that he leaves an impression because he's very, very focused on what he like on what he likes and what he does, which is awesome. Or unfocused, depending on how <laughs> you can be talking. <laughs> Zelda but, um, comes out, you're real you, unfocused. You may, have, you may have heard me... Um, in some of the the streams with my voice in the background, I think at least one. I don't mm-hmm. remember honestly, but right. um, 
quick tangent back to what got me involved with it. I mean, in between all of the talking with Matt, getting him involved in the student orgs and telling him, hey, Mega's a thing. Hey, this is fun, right? Hey, let's play with friends, get people out of their dorm rooms, get make it a social experience. I, I played fighting games for ages, but I have this mindset where I refuse to play random people online. I like to play... like. I, I play Overwatch because like, I just that game is really fun for me. But apart from that, multiplayer for me is all couch co-op with my friends, playing in person with them. Mm-hmm. So fighting games was a real challenge to find something. And then in terms of do I like these characters, Right. a lot of fighting games, their characters are really great, but very, very rarely do I find a character that I fall in love with and like, I want to just practice this character till the end of time. I would say oh, yeah. there's only three characters in three games that I'm like, I literally love everything about this character and I will never stop practicing. I'd say Arya in Killer Instinct, uh, Yoshimitsu in Soul Calibur, and this isn't even a fighting game, but I already brought it up, uh, Sigma in Overwatch. Like, literally just those three characters nice. in those three games. I just, I love them to mm-hmm. death. I want to practice them forever. And like that is why I want to play. And uh, the Aria one is the one that gets me because I have to go up. Yeah, against that's because so whenever, as you have already caught on by now, I have a thirteen-hour time difference. So when Matt gets on to do a stream at the crack of dawn for me, I, I mean it's <laughs> it's eight nine whatever time seven eight nine there, and it's eight nine ten in the morning for me the next day. And I get up. I wake up and I'm like, "Hey, it's uh, time to play Killer Instinct. You ready to grind? <laughs> yes, I am. Let's go." So, hey, what, admittedly, I, shine, I saw that, admittedly, I saw the DB Fighters stream this morning, and then I decided, uh, "No, I'm gonna go back to sleep. I'm tired." Right. And I did. I didn't wake up till twelve or so, and it was over. <laughs> but um, that's me in a nutshell for how I got into Fighters Guild, and it was just yeah. that's the, really it. And there, and it, here, I'll continue my story a little bit. So me and Dan, um, we Please set up. Do. Oh yeah, for sure. So then we set up. We've talked with Zach by this point. We both know him. He's super chill. We actually talked to the Smash Club founder to talk about like what makes a good org and like what steps need to be taken. Uh, the guy's name's Kevin. He's still around Oxford. Cool dude. Kevin's the best. I'll try. I'll try and get him on a podcast one of these days. But um, moving on from that, we then the next big step was that we had to get. On all, like 10 starting members that's what I call the like the founding 10 and one of those people that we went up to was a person we already knew to be not just good at fighting games but somebody that we had encountered in fighting game related things before and we figured it would be good to invite him because Mega has this event in the fall that's called Fight Night where they play like a fighting game tournament basically <laughs> sorry, sorry. Fight Night is probably the most competitive event that Mega has, with the exception of uh, Mega Quest, where the officers just decide, hey, well, well I, when I say competitive, it's definitely Fight Night, but Mega Quest is like literally, I'm going to torture our members with something they'll never expect. Like, I, I know one, like, one of the two times I made a boss battle on RPG Maker, and it was nuts. But um, yeah. Fight Night could have anything from Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter to Star Wars Jedi battles and other funky fighting if games. You, if anybody knows God. me at this point, I'm shaking my head because the Fight Night stuff for Mega used to be so yeah, unorganized. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know yeah, how you guys changed it since then, but... <laughs> we kind of took over that as a collab event 
so we could cut mm. out the nonsense. <laughs> yeah. For the record, that's a good thing. I'm just saying how I remember. We're about the balance. It was, it was, okay, okay. You'll go play Mortal Kombat. Great, <laughs> I love Mortal Kombat. You'll go play Street Fighter. Great, I love Street Fighter. You'll go play Star Wars Jedi Battle. <laughs> okay. Um, do I get like a mulligan or something? Can I re-roll, play a different game? No. Well, I'm out. Well, That's basically how well, Fight Night went until then. I, and actually, I'll let Evan tell the rest of this. How did we meet, Evan? You tell them for the crowd. Oh, tell them yeah. what you did to me. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, he made the mistake of letting us play what? Persona 4 Arena? We played first Persona 4 Arena. Oh, don't even get me started on anime fighters. Oh, then the, Yeah, first we played Persona 4 Arena, and then I beat him in that. Yeah. And then we played freaking Tekken Tag Tournament 2 or whatever. <sighs> neither of us had played that. Wait a minute, is... Wait a minute, is this the one with you Kuma and Yoshimitsu? Yeah. You were the yeah. judge. Oh, God, no, I remember this. You were the judge so... for this. I remember this. <laughs> so, I don't even remember what was the so short version, if I remember correctly. Evan was playing Kuma, the bear, and Matt was playing okay. Yoshimitsu. Now, Yoshimitsu has the dodge move where he, like, will just... Yes. whatever diagonally dodge the thing is is that that dodge actually drains his health and Man. matt just used it like 11 12 times in succession and killed himself with it see i was not watching the life bar but, yeah but the the funniest he, thing he thought he was little... just circling around it could do it indefinitely see part of the co part of the context there is that first and foremost tekken tag 2 was on ps3 playstation 3 you could not move in that game unless you used the D-pad, which was not something that neither of us were used to because both me and Evan use joysticks when we play the fighting game or whatever analog stick the controller offers mm -hmm. us. That's just how we've, how we've learned. Yeah. So I See, for me, for me, it's always control pad. Right. Like, just always control pad. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of people who will say that that's, like, definitely a more efficient way of doing it, and I, I'm fine with that. But, like, the point of the matter is we were both in I'm sure such deep if I needed water. to. I just won't. <laughs> If I can help right, it. Right, right. And I was playing Yoshimitsu. A, now that I know with a lot of hindsight, a very, very complex character. You know I love complex characters. Oh, yes. Yeah, I I, yeah for that. that I literally all, like, I listed my three characters, all three of them, crazy complex characters. And again, it just, it never ends. Never ends. But yeah, I have yeah, a Matt, Matt cerebral. picked the complex character. I picked the freaking robot thing and then the bear. <laughs> and I then remember. Press <laughs> yep, it, it was one of those days. But anyway, after that, uh, Evan ended up winning that fight night. And yes. we don't need to go into how. <laughs> yeah, let's not. That, that Didn't I already tell them how? <laughs> no, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. But uh, anyway, wait, moving wait, on it's a that, different. It's a, it's a different part of the story? <laughs> it's not a was part of the it? story that matters. Uh, she, oh, Evan, Evan ended important? up playing Guilty Gear Exerd. Or, yeah, Exerd Sign. He ended up playing Guilty Gear Exerd Sign in grand finals of that tournament with somebody who had barely ever touched fighting games before. Oh, Evan yeah. mopped her. Ruthless. <laughs> there, there, let's put it this way. There, I bracket reset, and then we stopped. Yeah, yeah. It was. It just was not. Oh. It wasn't a <laughs> but, thing. But later. Not bad, huh? Mm -hmm. I remember after this tournament, I went up to Evan and I dragged him into the other room and I said, look at this game. And I pointed at KI and I said, and if I we like, would have yes. played in this game, you would have lost. <laughs> and then Evan was like, bet. And then we started playing KI together. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. 
But either way, that that's how Ev, I was able to approach Evan perfectly fine and ask him to be on that ten. And eventually, I asked him to be an officer along with some other folk. And did we actually? Did, did you actually refer to it as the ten at the time, or is that just the retrospective name? That is the retrospective. <laughs> if I had referred okay, to them as okay. the ten at the time, I'd be putting them on a pedestal. Be part of the away. ten. I'm like. Which number am I? <laughs> out of the ten, out of the ten, three remain at the current moment. They're all graduating next year. <laughs> Man. It's Oof. it's real. It's like, it's starting to hit me as I move forward. Like, I'm taking a fifth year here at Miami just because I need to do that. Because I switched majors early on, and I've kind of been riding the easy life as far as classes have been going. But... Every single officer that's there right now, like I have a person who's going into their, I think, junior year, and I have another person who's going to be entering their senior year, but then I have, there are three freshmen on the current team who just got elected in. Really cool, Neat. nice guys. But, and so they're all getting the vision and everything. And then you got uh, Joe, who's going into his junior year. And Joe's super young. Evan remembers Joe, I believe. Of course I remember Yeah, Joe. of course you remember. How can I forget of course. Joe? He was the first person I was like... Let's play Skullgirls. Right? Yeah. You might as well say your fighting game background since Zach sold his. Oh, so I've basically... I didn't actually tell that much about it, but I actually know I did, but... <laughs> no, you it, played Soul no, Calibur like, 3 on a cruise ship. That's all we need to know. Now I need to explain that. And like, this Let Evan so... explain first. He's yeah, not making the talk, now. damn it. <laughs> Yeah, when I was a wee lad, I got this game called uh, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom on the Nintendo Wii. And that all basically went downhill from there. <laughs> I saw there was a Mega Man, and I was like, I must buy this video game. And that oh boy, it's a Mega Man! I had no idea what a Mega Man Volnut was. See, but... for those of you watching, before Benny and Joe uh, decided to play Skullgirls every single Fighters Guild meeting for three hours straight, um, Evan was the Skullgirls aficionado. Yes. Never, never actually played Skullgirls. Mm -hmm. Skullgirls never is a school. good game. That is what I will say. <laughs> yeah, it is and a then, good game. Yeah, and then for the I most did, part, I detect a slight hint of sarcasm in there. There is no sarcasm. I just get beaten that game significantly more than others. Oh, okay, not sarcasm. It's like hatred for losing or something. Never mind. <laughs> it's it's got some complexity to it, and I want to get better at it, but I don't put in the time. <laughs> I mean. Like, Got what it. I was about to say is that we basically play all of the fighting games. That is true. I would say that uh, both the fun part about this podcast is that I have probably my two favorite rivals here because I have had amazing matches and sets that have led to super memorable moments from the both of you. Uh, Honestly, Matt, if yeah, I'm not same. if I'm not one of the two, like if you put if you said that another time and I wasn't included, I'd be like. Who took my spot? <laughs> like, I never before, and I don't think ever since, since you guys have been a part of the club, have I had people who have been so, like, equilibrium to me in terms of, like, our play style and going back and forth consistently. Because I think the closest one that uh, person that I have to arrival today is the current TO, Spencer, really nice guy. And But there are some games that he just dominates me in, and there are some games that I just dominate him in, so there's not as much of an equilibrium. <clears throat> Versus with uh, you two, there are some games that we just will go completely even on sometimes. And it may not be as prominent today as it was back then, but those created some really nice memories. I just pictured the, fighters. the two or three that we play all the time. And uh, let's see, it's, it's KI, whichever Mortal Kombat, and Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur yeah. isn't 
Um, we, we, we tried playing, again, South Korea has amazing internet, but it's not going to account for an insane distance Netcode. over there. KI worked amazingly, and I was like, oh, it won't work. Oh, I'm optimistic, but it won't work. KI worked perfectly. It worked mm-hmm. better than when I was in the States. Mortal Kombat could not get a match with him That's at true. all. Not, not a bit. Just to, so. just shout out to the KI rollback god. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, when you make a sequel, don't change a thing. Mm-hmm. So, speaking but, of which, make a sequel. But, uh, Please. To, yeah. Please make sure. a sequel. Please make a sequel. Uh, I mean, Xbox is having that conference on Thursday. So maybe. Hey, you want to know? You want to know what's a crazy alternate reality? Oh please! What if, tell me. What if Nintendo buys Rare and Killer Instinct becomes Nintendo's trademark fighting game? Well, I won't like it because then I'll have to buy a Nintendo product. Well, I mean, like it's just a crazy what if? Because like, I, I'm not saying I actually want that. Just what if? <laughs> hey, that is a pretty nice what if. No, a, fr- a friend told me to play Banjo Kazooie, and like I just noticed that Ki was on. Uh, rare replay oh yeah okay maybe it was just a gold one and i was like wait a minute wait a minute what's wrong with this picture mm-hmm. so ki gold is essentially but, um, ki2 it's like a oh port. yeah speaking of that that was horrible when we played each other in it <laughs> <laughs> not exactly but, um, a game that holds up super well so like i i so I, I said the thing oh anime fighters don't get me started on them i i play a very small bit of fighting games actually because I prefer to focus on a couple specific characters and a couple specific games. So, like, KI, I play, like, two or three different characters, and I, like, just hone in on them. And then I also play Soul Calibur, DB Fighters, and Mortal Kombat. And that's actually it, I think. Mm-hmm. Unless we're going back to my roots with Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube, where I thought, oh, Link is in this game. I right. have to play it. I have to play it. And then I found Yoshimitsu, and Link was forever not interesting to me anymore now, and then um there was a giant gap in fighting games after that point it was a lot of soul caliber with my sister and who sucks at video games but that that's another mm-hmm. story but it just ki and mortal Kombat was uh, I, I i would just come to fighters guild and just grind that out and uh, i say what you will about right. whether the rankings were good or bad at that point in terms of Hey, challenge this guy. Okay, you took his spot. I don't even know. I don't even know the improvements you guys have made on that. But I took the top spot, and I would have had Ki if I had more time. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. I though, if I had more time, if I had more time, you would have probably taken it back, though. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I don't know if you've changed it anymore, but eventually, I did like write down official rulings for challenges and whatnot. We did mm-hmm. refine mm-hmm. that over time. Yeah. Challenges for because uh, for those of you without context, Fighters Guild does have a ranking system for pretty much the games that are quote unquote popular or like ones that people care about to challenge. Which basically means everything. Yeah, but basically like, means everything. I mean, if you I made want a ranking so. the game, you could basically have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I basically. If I showed up, so. yeah. If I basically. showed up today and demanded to be ranked one in Blade Strangers, I don't think anybody would say no, but nobody would play me in it. Right. Evan, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the idea of rankings was maybe yours. It probably was. I wouldn't be... I don't remember that specifically. That sounds like a thing that... I helped refine it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was on every rankings list. But the other thing I was about to say was, I'm like the opposite of Zach, in which I am unfocused and play all of the fighting games. (laughs) That is true. People always tell you... I played all of the games. (laughs) 
people always tell me at evidence like you could be so good if you focused on a singular game and we're like no we like playing all of them i like playing all of them i have no focus it's yeah. an issue <laughs> there you go but see uh, i can go i can go a long time without playing one of one of those four games i mentioned and like maybe one other and then pick it up and be right where i was in, right. in a few minutes after one or two matches and especially i'd say uh aria and killer instinct that's just hardwired i will never forget it as long as i don't go like literally years without playing sounds about right it's it's, it's literally hardwired in my brain at this point the, the crazy thing with that i feel a lot of the time is that uh sometimes when i go back and i'm like hardwired into a game like ki is a really good example of this or a moral combat like it takes me a a bit but not as long as some other games to really get into but dragon ball whenever i get back into that i really have to like hunker down it's probably more so for the game the way the games are structured like some games are more complicated than others but like then if that argument was true then it would be a lot harder for me to hardwire myself back into like king of fighters 14 but evan can attest this i don't really need a lot of time to get back into that game <laughs> yeah usually it'll be just Oof. like like, it was, like, back with Recon. Like, mm -hmm. um, we did, like, Marvel for a little bit. Then you had to go do something. So you left me alone in the lab for five minutes. And then I started to destroy you. Because yeah, I remembered you... how to play Jetta. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, it's like, also, Oof. with playing a lot of games, um, it can mess you up. Because the other thing that happened with that is that we would go from fighters to Marvel. Uh, when you don't have to pre when you don't press a button to tech... Does it make you sad? So we kept reopening ourselves up by pressing a button when we were supposed to wake up. Does it make you sad to know that with your graduation, you were the last Marvel player left before that point? It's sad. There, but there the are no more Marvel, or Marvel versus Capcom. That, there are no the more very Marvel least, players the Skull Girl legacy lives on. Yeah, the Skull so, so as, as much fun as Marvel versus. Because I, I played. Well, well, I said all that about playing. Like, fo the, the, I, I focus on three or four games and very little else. But I played other stuff. And I had a lot of fun playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and I forgot Injustice completely in all of that. Oh, yeah, I, I played a lot of Injustice. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember but, uh, um, I remember the, there, the, yeah. the, the summer that Injustice 2 came yeah. out. <laughs> the summer that Injustice 2 came out. Because it, it literally summer. came out the week I left. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember the whole like May, summer. May 12th, I graduated four <laughs> days later. And I'm like, why? Why couldn't you come a little earlier? It was so but, um, funny because the moment that that happened, the whole summer, the whole consequential summer was tr continual trash talk between me and other people who were playing the game. They're like, man, I got something nice. And I was like, nah, you don't got anything as nice as I do. <laughs> something Don't like that. Injustice. It's just every character is broken in their own way, and it's fantastic. Yep. And, and, it's uh, like, and, then, and it's like that, and not in that every. No, I don't even know where I'm going with that. No, like I know what you mean. Evan, explain to explain to the crowd how that worked out in the fall. Um, oh no! Well, I feel like I feel like I'm part of the it, crowd it, listening it, to this story here. This is the fall of 2018. It didn't. That's the whole story. Okay. Mm -hmm. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, it is the whole story. <laughs> well, I came back and got tossed in Injustice 2 for most nights. <laughs> I can say that much. That, yeah. That's fair. I mean, you know, time got better as time Why should Darkseid feel... feel, there, feel uh, oh, oh, bad word. There's actually a guy at Fighters Guild right now who's really good at NRS games. Like, they, they beat me at 
Injustice 2 fairly consistently. At the, at okay, the see, see, that's actually one thing. Practicing all the games, I always forget that Mortal Kombat has a block button. Right. I always forget, and it drives me nuts because I don't think I, I don't like games. having a block it, button. It, I just it shouldn't have a block button. I don't know why it does. <laughs> I, I, I just I just I'm gonna walk backwards. That's the old. So, Soul Calibur makes sense because it has the three buttons for attacks, and then the block like you guard impact. So it's like yeah, not just a block. Impact, it's also a counter. It's also used for your grabs. I mean, like a lot of games have your guard for or something no that's not true actually something like that but just i don't know i don't i don't yeah, like having a block it, if it makes sense with the control scheme and how the game works it's what is what's important here yeah Mortal Kombat, it's like which is the reason why i hate soul caliber 4 because mm. soul caliber 4 and admittedly so i said all that about how soul caliber 2 I, I'm going to go on a tangent with Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur 2, lots of fun. <laughs> Soul Calibur 3, played it on a cruise ship. So the reason for that is because I went on vacation with my family when I was, I think, 14. Yeah. And uh, there was this arcade on the cruise ship. It was really nice. And uh, it was an obvious waste of money because it's arcade games and you have to pay. I knew that as well. But I put so much time into playing Soul Calibur 3, arcade machine. But the machine was broken. So the only character I could play was Zazalamel. So I just see this guy with a scythe. I'm just like, what am I even doing? I'm just playing the same guy over and over again, and I keep <laughs> losing this guy who is also Zazalamel. And it just that's so cool. And then and then four, just like all the controls. I mean, I didn't learn how to play, right? Because it was with the basically fight stick, and the, so like it, it felt like all the controls were different. Ch ch not only to a new system, but to skipping over one game, and it just it frustrated me so much. <laughs> Understandable. And then five came out, and that was my first Soul Caliber. Yeah, same here. <laughs> if Dan's well, listening to this, how could you? Characters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Soul Caliber six. six is definitely my favorite Soul Caliber. No, six, six is my favorite because it first of all, just controls were just way less frustrating because I had actual time to learn them, and mm -hmm. I don't know so, so, something about getting thrown into Soul Caliber at Fighters Guild into four and five was just frustrating but getting to play two i can name a person because two had the the crazy feature where you had team battles where you could have eight people on each team or you know just one person playing eight characters continuously and just, just hand off the controller to a new person and it was probably the greatest feature that nobody ever used yeah so i mean i that was a thing still yeah me too but um but you know, things yeah, just, things happen. Six's story is all over the place because it is a reboot, and uh, like mm -hmm. as someone who like, I remember the story of one, two, well, not three and four and five, but one and two. So like, okay, Yoshimitsu's destined battle was Voldo in two, and now it's Ivy for some reason. Yeah, I don't even know if that's right, but like it, it just it's all over the place now. Voldo right now just so. goes out of his cave and has some hot flashes, and then comes back. It's it's That's still probably the best story. Like yeah. Oh yeah. All he does and is then there's also custom characters. Right. And Geralt's in there. Geralt, I Yeah, Geralt. I, I have a never ending list of games to play and I put The Witcher 2 cuz apparently I got it for free from something and I put it on my list and I'm like could have been on Xbox. The show looks pretty good. It was free on Xbox at one point. At some point. Yeah, at some point. 
but yeah, uh, fighting game good. That's the, the that's the key takeaway from all yeah, the short version. Yes, fight game good. Fight game good. It, fight it's game definitely good. led is, to a lot. Is of game good? Yes, game good. Buy now, mm-hmm. please. Will you pay forty dollars for season pass? I still think. Who's the guest of, character? I still no. I still think one of uh, one of the best. Like obviously recon, the big convention that the is thrown at miami every spring it's a good opportunity mm-hmm. where back when you lived in the states was when i got to see the both of you and nowadays i just am seeing evan which is you know it's good <laughs> i'm just kidding it's it's great and fantastic I mean, you, you yeah. know that if i was in the states i would definitely come or right. i would have did, did you guys have you guys had recon this year it was before uh, yes quarantine it was before everything it was if i were there i would have been there it yeah. was a fun time yeah there was a I, guy I, I don't remember I don't remember how many times I came slash didn't come, but, like, it was always on my list of, like, hey, can I go? No, I have stuff to do. Can I go? Yes, I'm literally already there. I don't even remember. Right. I know I came once post-graduation. But... Yes, you did. You did. Yeah. I'll ask you this for the both of you. How does how has it been to kind of watch from, I don't want to say the outside, because you guys are still involved heavily in the Discord, and people know who you are based on what I've said. But, like, imagine... I mean, involved... Involves heavily for someone who is not there at all and doesn't right. experience any of the events, yeah, is what like, I would say. Yeah, like, how does it feel... Like, I know, obviously, it doesn't feel optimal but or anything like that, but, like, how has it felt to have seen the, like, club kind of grow p- past your guys' time? Like, you had your thing, you did your thing. The truth is, is that I haven't seen much of the growth at all because I've been rather disconnected. That's not because, like the club hasn't grown it's because i haven't really paid much attention like on a constant basis i i i have only just recently started getting into the streams and like obviously i'm talking right now on the podcast with you guys and now i've really noticed but in the past beforehand it was kind of like hey matt how's it going good the club doing well yeah good okay let's talk about everything else now and um <laughs> But no, I, I've seen a lot of... It seems like everything's going really well. You got new officers, new members, talking about new people who I don't know, but still I'm glad to talk to when they show up in the chat on a stream or something. And uh, it seems like everything's going really well there. Oh, yeah. How about you, Evan? You're a little... You're in the States still, so you're able to have these opportunities to visit every now and then. Yeah, it's good being able to come back and visit and seeing that the club is still growing, getting to meet new people. To play Once again, with. what if I could, but I can't, so I won't. I know what you're saying. I want to play more games with you, Zach. But I don't have an <laughs> Xbox. I don't, I don't blame you. It'd be like that. <sighs> It'd be like that sometimes. The Xbox AI life can't is very lonely. Hey, Chaos got crossplay. So I know, but it can't oh, run okay, on okay. laptop. But quick, quick tangent. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt. Xbox Asia is a dead region. Region, obviously, X, like it does not sell here yeah. because anyone who like people play more on PC, like Koreans especially, will play on PC first. And even if they do want console, they'll play Nintendo and Sony first. So, but like, so there's like 50 people. Like, I, I'm still playing Overwatch on console, like just because I can. There's like 50 people total. And, like, mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting because you can still... Like, the people who do want to play, play all the time. So you're, it, you're not actually starred for games or anything. It's just very weird because you're playing against the same people literally all the time. 
it's kind of like its own mini league environment. Like, not really, but it's, it's kind of sort of not really. Yeah. So, I got I kind of get to that. For Strange me, is all I'm going to say on that one. I'll kind of put in my two piece. It's been like I'm the I'm the oldest like officer in the terms of from start to finish at the current moment. Me, Dan, and Nathan are the oldest on that front. And although I am technically younger than the two of them by number standpoint. Uh, it's just a number. Hey, my role in the Discord is retired old man, and I don't ever want you to take that away from me. <laughs> and I never I will. The, I am the second retired old man. That is true. You are Wait, retired what? and old. I'm, like, not as old as you, but I was still older than, like, pretty much everyone in the club. That is true. That's true. But, like, it's been very it's been very interesting to see the kind of transitions that club is going through right now. Like, as of, like, three podcasts ago, I was, I was, you know, I stepped back from being president. And that is, like, that's, like, that was kind of, like, the final nail into, like, all right, yeah, the old guard are pretty much done at this point. Nathan's not being an officer next year because he's actually going to focus on some other stuff. And Dan will still be what Dan does. Is he going to be mega president or something? Yes, that's actually exactly. Ah, I did. I did hear that somewhere. I'm more in the loop than I thought I was. He was voted. He wore a suit and a tie for his speech for the. Okay, yeah, I actually did see that. I so like, I said all that about not being in the loop, and then I went and found all of your election videos, (laughs) like for for mega. (laughs) Like I was was like, ooh, Nathan's in a suit, and I saw you running for something, and I was like, I don't even know what you were running. Is it? I agreed that I would only. I agreed that I'd only be a mega officer if he won president and I got to be VP. Ooh. Ah. And so he did. He went out and did it. And so I'm just like, shoot, man, I'll I'll adhere. Sounds good. (laughs) And it that'll be a good year. I'm still in leadership roles with uh, Fighters Guild as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. I actually am doing a new position that's just being created this year to allow me to stay into stuff but one that is definitely necessary for the future, like something that we should have considered before. For those of you who what don't know, fi- as of, we've recently established a policy. I think this was made uh, this fall, so Evan was not here for this. But our constitution now states that anybody who wants to be an officer will become one, like will, 100%. Huh. It's, huh. Like, a, it's like a football team kind of a rule, you know? So now we will so, create so positions for people who need them interesting it's it may not last for the entirety of fighters guild's existence but i wanted it through my leadership because i know there are people who are constantly wanting to uh, help in some fashion and even if it's not a big portion i like people feeling involved and that has been really good and they might not do like an equipment manager may not do as much as a treasurer, but they are still... I mean, that's basically what I was for mm-hmm. three months, but... Essentially, some of the some examples of some new positions that we've added. Uh, Brandon uh, has been the console custodian <laughs> for a bit, which basically means... Uh, it may, it's basically equipment manager. I th- uh, and we have somebody new. Is there, also, is there also an equipment manager alongside console custodian? No, that, the equipment okay, manager good. will be called equipment manager as of the fall but then again we get to create our own names so it's whatever on that front well like it's 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 not my place to judge i just <laughs> i just remember from the days of editing mega's constitution that um if i remember correctly um 
oh, I really don't, I don't even remember if this was mega, but like, just constitution meetings for any club were just the worst. Oh. Just because the, the, there, there was at least one, and I think it was actually mega, I think it was, um, I think it was Nate Sage back when, where he had some kind of overlord rule. Oh, role yeah. or something. I if I'm if I'm if I'm mistaken and I'm thinking mm-hmm. of someone else, I apologize. No, I don't. But know like, just the specific language of of the Constitution was interpreted in such a way that like basically. Oh, okay, wait. It was like that. The role was weird. Smash Club had something like that actually at the beginning, where if you beat the president in a match, you become the president. Yeah, we never had that rule. We looked at that rule yeah, and we no, thought that, it was so stupid. That, yeah, no, that. Well, well, like on paper, it's it's really silly, but uh, like. In actuality, if anyone like decided to actually exercise that, I mean, I don't even know how weird or silly it would be because like the university could turn around and be like, "Eh, fix it yourself. You guys are playing Smash Brothers." But at the same time, you never know. I don't even know. I I'm kind of rambling about this right now. No, no, I can't. Also, the issue of there being a million different games and they could bring that to like his worst game. Yeah, like that. That would be. And plus, I challenge people you know that I don't give up Poyo, power. Poyo Tetris <laughs> for the crown. <laughs> people know yes, I don't um, give up power without a fight. So it would, it it's, uh, I rebuttal your challenge by challenging you to a speed run of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Will oh, you no. forfeit? Yes, I do. Let me be, be please. <laughs> uh, we'll be at this for a while. Do you give up yet? Right. I'm glad that despite all these new people coming in and all these new officer roles and things of that nature that the vision has stayed very clear and that's not it that's not even me like aaron the who's going to be the next president uh as he was voted in he has already said that like around this last year i became more of a figurehead than anything else (laughs) like constitutional monarchy and i'm like the the way he says that like no yeah was was that his words or your words that's his words that's his words okay because that that just sounds like wow like lame duck president going out (laughs) 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 no it was oh boy it it kind of contributes to the fact that everybody's doing something at this point in time and when you guys were around it was really we had to be super tight-knit about things because we were just getting started we literally didn't have a choice for at, at least for the semester i was there we literally didn't have a choice because it was zach's not here to open the door literally to open the door we don't have a meeting yeah so zach comes to open the door we walk in get stuff put stuff out clean stuff up that's it at least like, we don't have to deal with projectors anymore i can't oh, remember God. if i started lugging around my ps4 to meetings every week mm-hmm. at that point or not right i remember for mega quest i like okay okay i this, again, another tangent, just because I'm regaling right. you with stories of the past here. So that whole thing about MegaQuest RPG Maker, MegaQuest, it, MegaQuest is still going on, right? There still is an event that happens, yes, maybe. Yes, so it will look different from when you were here. <laughs> okay, I, I should you. hope so. It's It definitely... Well, the whole thing with MegaQuest, because we won the award for, like, most original event or most creative event in the first year, and then the second year it took a giant leap forward for an actual creativity... Yeah, what, um, what happened was there was a year that it didn't go super swimmingly. Like, this was, ooh. like, two years ago. And so the next officer team decided to, like, completely rehash and, like, bone bone deep and then rebuild it. But that's a that's a story for another time, I would feel. Yeah. Evan, you were, were you going to say something? Yeah, what's the... Yeah, I had a story, but forget about where it. Where they let you play Valdo. Where's the what that they Going. let me play? Oh, yeah, the Mega Quest where... I think they, that was the so, last one. I don't, 
Did you tell Zach about this? That they no. had like, SoCal Six Boss <laughs> I'm Rush still a little, and they let I'm you still play with it. I'm and still what Okay, okay, that? let's give some context. First of all, Mega Quest is an event where uh, basically the members of the organization go up against the leaders in like an IRL RPG kind of way. The, the officers create their own funky challenges and some of them were just downright stupid. The final challenge is always like all the members versus all the officers. So what uh, the current president at the time decided to do was to play Soul Calibur 6, which had come out fairly recently. Understandable. Who was the president at this point? Jeff. <laughs> oh no, why? But Jeff. He decided to do a boss rush. So you beat the per like everybody in Mega gets in a line and they like go they go like rotation to try and get through. And at this current point in time, my judgment was severely off because I think at the time I had a migraine that was killing me. So I was not really in the right mindset for this but what happened was like obviously the officer did a talk beforehand sandbag a little bit make sure it goes fun have a good time but as we were going through like nathan loses dan loses after a little bit of stuff because he just like kind of sandbags it out and you then completely forgot then you? uh then jacob jacob and ben i think were officers at the time uh, like two other officers lost i was the one right before jeff the fine jeff's technically the president so he's like the final final boss I think I went through. I think I went through. I think I went through the entire attendees of Mega, so like thirty people, three times. Yeah, because here's how it worked. Um, you only got to play for one round of the game, so people were stuck on three. People would be stuck on one character. That is so. Like I couldn't just go up and wipe out Zach with not Zach. Matt with um Cervantes or anything like that. Yeah, you had to play. Six I mean, like I played Cervantes too, so <laughs> I think the club two pirates duking yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, like it went, it went on for way too long, and the the signal between me and Nathan at the time was Nathan would like squeeze my shoulder a little bit to just be like, all right, now it's time, you're good. Bro, he didn't stop. And at the point, Nathan was like shaking me, and it was at the point where I had to blind you. (laughs) I know I got blindfolded and still won. (laughs) That was the funny part. That is another story. (laughs) There's, there's, again, there's a story for literally anything you could say. Yeah, but no, like it was, it was so. I feel bad about it to this day, but at the same time, I also don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> I, oh, I'm that's ruthless. your ego talking. That is my ego. I have my id. <laughs> I just remember that, like for for my challenge, I took the room all the way at the end of the hall so I could set up four systems in one room: my computer, two Wii's, and my Xbox, and had a mm-hmm. boss rush where like. Like it was a four-man team, so one person had to play like a rhythm game, like Melodies Escape, with like boss battle music. One person had to play Mario Galaxy boss, like a Warriors yeah. game boss, and, and then like I had the boss battle with RPG Maker, and it took like forty-five minutes to beat the boss, and like I tested it thoroughly, right? And like I, I know that I, I knew the ins and outs of it, but like, I reduced, like I, I tested his health, I reduced it by like. 70% so that people could just win instead of get wiped by him and it still took all that time oh like, yeah ugh. It, it was mega quest is a nice, a nice event and we've i feel like we've talked about like <laughs> mega more than fighters guild on this cast oh well, well here's the thing it's important. you brought me in and i've had like the, the 
the history of the two is very interconnected because yeah. without one, there literally is no Fighters Guild. At least not until, at least not for that first semester when I was around. Exactly. Same I mean, way. I, it's same and way. I, and I mentioned that I was an officer of Mega for I was an officer of Mega for two years, including that last semester when Fighters Guild was getting getting started, and. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just fantastic, I and I, again, also, I'm regaling you with stories. Just whenever <laughs> you talk to me, you got to tell me to stop no, for a while, true. or hey, else we'll fair. never get to whatever story you want to tell next. Hey, it's fair. I like hearing those and, stories. And then going like on, so, like, they're never going to stop. After you left, um, it still was pretty much intertwined because, of course, like with Matt being an officer in Mega for most of the years, mm-hmm. um, we obviously have like three fighter skill setups. In Mega, yeah, every Friday, we really like Smash invaded. has their thing, and then we have our thing. Yo, now I have my own room. <laughs> they just uh, again, they, again, they relegate me about to a room now. Fighters Guild, that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, when Smash for Wii U came out, and it was eight players Smash, that was actually a giant point of contention because I remember Smash Club had just started up, mm-hmm. and uh, lots of people complained that we were playing Smash Brothers every single day in the main room because we, we we were in the student lounge at that point i don't know if that that's even allowed is anymore limits, yeah. there is a I, new I, east yeah. wing of armstrong that was constructed evan has seen it yeah literally didn't yeah. get to enjoy that at all well Sad now they're face. now they're reconstructing it again into an esports lounge <laughs> what can i come back to school please <laughs> come no, it, on how did i miss zach zach you would hate me if i showed you pictures you would hate me oh. there's like an arena room where uh there are five desks with monitors and five other desks for like an away team and the five desks for the home team are like elevated and then there's oh my like God. a wall there's a wall screen like a wall that's a screen and in the middle there's a casting room in the other room there's gonna be like 30 plus setups of just I just can I just come back and like cast a tournament for you guys? One day I'm sure you'll come back. Please do tournaments there. That's what I was thinking. A lot of orgs, video game related, are thinking about just moving there instead of hassling with Benton all this time. Because you remember, you remember Isaac. Oh right, yeah, Benton. Ah yes. Yeah, Benton and everything. Being in Benton was fun, but it was always more convenient to be somewhere else. Yeah, in a way, Fighters Guild has operated out of Benton for now, like three four years and that and that's worked out well i think that's been pretty good minus minus some issues with um other organizations being uh sponsored by much larger money pools (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah it's worked out pretty well i think i'm very very proud of where fighters guild is right now and i'm happy to step back and let some transitions happen because i know aaron will do an amazing job as president and some of the freshmen that we've dragged in are really really good on the vision and they'll continue. Did you literally drag them, or was that just for? Well, to be fair, Aaron. Aaron's actually been doing the recruiting these days. I don't do much recruiting anymore. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm a figurehead now. I'm just, I'm if just Matt, a symbol. If Matt tries to recruit. King, I'm in president. In name only. <laughs> Matt, Matt doesn't know how to hold back in the best. Place. I mean, his name is Cobra King. I am the king. He said it himself. <laughs> El Rey, baby. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'll still be really involved because my new position is instructor. Yeah, wait, that wait, sense. that's... The, it... That makes the most sense. Yeah, I agree with <laughs> That's the that's new position. That's too perfect. Yep, it, it's, oh, it's born for me. People will know. It basically means I'm going to run na- camp. Now I just picture you as, like, that, that old character at the beginning of literally every game that acts as the tutorial guy. 
That's that is true. I am the Cuphead the... tutorial. <laughs> Until you get murdered by like one of your old students or Akuma or something. Man, if I get killed by someone who becomes Akuma, you I'll gladly die. Tutorial? Skip right to <laughs> test match. You know, after you finish the tutorial, you have to put your skills to the test against the sure. old man. Skip tutorial, go straight to old match. You every... just get bodied by somebody you not expect. You're just like, what just happened? Hey, everybody knows that if I die, the full gore Mark Three will be ready. <laughs> And Arya will Minus. be ready to bring you back to your fighting spirit or something. Yes. Guy literally, his job is to teach English over here. I can't get my words right, though. <laughs> English is the broken language. All right. That's all you need. Uh, uh, we're actually out of time here. We've gone a little Are longer. we actually out of time? Yeah. Or, uh, well. But, I was going to say, I, th I believe we've gone, like, over 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, we've gone over time. 45 minutes. But I, I was having too much fun. So some, fi some final, final thoughts from you guys on Fighters Guild as a whole, and any advice you might want to give to those who are younger and listening. Keep, keep the dream alive, boys. Keep, keep going to club. Keep learning new games, having fun. Um, the answer wasn't nothing. I was just thinking for a second. Um, if you find a character you really want, like, play, play all your games, have fun, study hard in between, and... Uh, Lab it out in the dojo because that's just insanely fun. Oh, also, if you play KI in training mode, switch the music to be something upbeat. <laughs> that makes a world of difference. No, seriously, it does. I, I agree. I think that's fine. I if I have to and, give now, any and, advice. Now for, and now for the serious advice, the mostly serious advice. Um, I've kind of been back and forth. I, at one point, I said, "Oh, I haven't noticed." Then I said, "I have." Fighters Guild seems to be doing really well right now in a good place and that's coming from a guy who hasn't been there and honestly doesn't pay that much attention but it seems to be going really well there you go uh my invite your friends have a good time there you go man and i look Tell forward i look forward to having an official like five man founding fathers podcast at some point maybe i'll do that for like a anniversary day of the podcast or whatever but hey. for the for those of you who are listening, this has been another episode of Wake Up Options with my good my good pals Evan and Zach, and all of the opinions and thoughts here. Even though they should be, they are not representative of Fighters Guild or the university as a whole. General disclaimer: Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.